0: Welcome to this week's episode of You've Got Mail. My name is Bella and we're here for another week and it's a very exciting week and I'm all oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy guys. It's the moment you've all been waiting for because guess who has signed for a flat in London? Did those did those words just come out of my mouth? Did that sentence just happen people? Oh, I'm so fucking happy. I'm so happy. This has, hands down, been one of the most stressful experiences of the past months. It's really um, tested my limits, my patience, my understanding of humans. I was like, oh, I have seen the worst of some people, but we've only fucking done it. It's happened. It's happened. I'm so fucking happy. And the way it happened as well was really weird. Way too, like, like the, just the entire situation around it is just strange. Like, I'll explain. So... I went to London for work. This will be discussed in a life update. We're not discussing this now. But I went to London for work and I thought I had a seminar about my Masters on Wednesday. So I booked my train ticket back at three because I was like, well, I can go to prayer, I can watch the Masters thing and then I can come back. Fine. Oh no, I cannot read the date. Turns out that was on the Tuesday. So then I'm thinking, well, I fucked it. That's so annoying. I'll just stay in London for the day. That's like, there's worse things to do really, isn't there? So I wasn't too fussed about it. And then my housemate. Sends me a little message and we we're all chatting. We're like, so we found this property. It's nice. He wants to see one of us for a viewing. And he, I was like, okay, when can he do? And she's like, well, he can do tomorrow. And I was like, oh, well, I am in London tomorrow. Would how you, like, What are the chances of me being in London, literally for work? And I booked my train late so I can do a viewing. I was like, well, I can do it. And she was like, well, it'd be good if you could do it because he only wants to send it to, like, give it to someone that he's met in person. He won't do video viewing. And I was like, oh, well, I can do an in-person viewing. That is me. I can do it. So... I go on a night out. We'll discuss in the life update. I am hungover. I am hungover as fuck. I am so hungover. But I wake up bright and early, eight. I wake up. It's okay. We're, we, you know, we're thinking house, house. Please be the one. Please be the one. I was praying to the London housing gods. I was getting everyone to pray to the fucking London housing gods for me. And then I go there. I find where the house is, and they're so early, and I'm hanging. I'm so early, but I'm like, you, we can't let that in. I've got to make a good first impression. And he shows me around the house and we're like chatting and I try and make conversation. Honestly, my conversation the videos is so funny. The only things I really say are, it's a really good size property. Really good size. Um, because I'm so hungover, but that's besides the point. Because guess who made a good first impression? First? first, first, that was weird, wasn't it? A little, little accent change for you. Guess who made a good first impression? Me. Me, because I started chatting about his job. I was like, I put on full interviewer mode. I feel like because of the podcast, I'm now quite good at like just chatting like shit, like chatting, like trying to make a conversation. And so I was like proper interviewing him. Quite and Genuinely, I'm quite interested in people's lives. So I don't find it boring in the slightest. I love knowing what people are doing. So we were chatting and everything. And then I was, he was like, there, look, you know what? I'm happy with you. I want to offer you the flat. And I was like, <gasps> no way. He didn't even want to look at anyone else. He was like, look, you've got all day to decide because I'm not showing anyone else till the weekend, but I like you. If you want the flat, you can like put in an offer and it'll be fine. And I was like, didn't want to give him away. Didn't want to give the situation away because like this flat was pretty cheap. It was, well, not cheap. It's 2,350 and we were looking at 2,500 with offers. This was just 2,350, like 2,350. That was it. That was it. There was no offers. He didn't want offers. He just wanted someone that he met and he liked and then he would give them the flat. And I... Somehow, by the miracle, flat gods of London turned out to be a first person he had met. And also, it's just the way he messaged. He was like, Anna messaged me, like, a while ago, um, and then I didn't get the message, and then I replied, and then it just so happened that you replied on the right day, and I was in London, and you were in London, and I could do the viewing, and I like you, and I want to offer you the flat. And, like, as soon as you sent me that, well, I have never requested a contract so fast in my fucking life. This is also a note to everyone who's moving house. Make sure you check the contract and get them to add in things like, Cleaning the house, doing any like fixes that you want. So when I went round, there's a few things that I was like, it just needs a bit of touching up, like a wall was a bit broken and things like that. And I was like, Can you put that in the contract, please, to make sure that it happens? Put the professional cleaning in the contract as well, because I've moved into some dirty farts. Um but that's besides the point. And yeah. He was happy with it and then I sent over the deposit today and all of a sudden I have a flight in London now Which and the moving date is 7th of September and the location is brilliant. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so fucking happy. I'm so relieved that this has happened before I leave for Bali. It all happened, like it was quite weird. I was like, Wednesday I finished my internship, I managed to find the flat, I go to bar. Like it's all just cold. I wonder sometimes like law of attraction manifestation whether like synchronicities are actually just like I was never going to find a flat until that ended so something else could begin do you know what I mean in my head something had to end for something to begin and that's why it happened I don't know I just thought it was weird that like my big thing ended and my next thing started on the same day there couldn't be any overlap if only I'd known that at the start I would have saved so much stress but the fact I no longer have to spend hours on Zoopla the fact I'm no longer having to call up estate agents the fact that oh so many good things come out of this experience (sighs) guys, it's been a journey and I feel like you've all been on it with me. This has been the topic of about every single podcast for the past month and I do apologise for my rants but it's been traumatic. But anyway, we should probably get on to the life update because uh, I have a meeting at five and it's 20 past four and this is a big episode to record so we better get moving. So what have I done this week? Well, it's been a busy week and it's only Wednesday. It's Thursday. I mean, it's it's a bit of a mental week this week and it was always going to be mental. It's like, you know when you have those weeks where so many things are going on, it's just like, oh, wow, it's a big one, but I'm excited about it. So I went to London on Monday. I finished work this week. How mad is that? I finished my internship, guys. It's I'm so... Proud of myself for doing it. This is going to be an emotional episode. I'm letting you all know now. This is going to be emotional. The topic of this week's episode was decided when I was hungover and emotional, so I'm looking out of a window and a song came on and I started to get a bit teary. So I was like, that can be the podcast this week. So I apologize. But anyway, I feel like I'm hyper this week. I'm just so excited about the house. Anyway, besides the points, as I said, I was going to London to finish the internship. I'm so fucking proud of myself for doing it because this internship has really pushed me out of my comfort zone. It's really, really pushed me. I don't have any experience in tech. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never, ever looked at coding or React or any other type of testing software in my entire fucking life. And I managed to create a website coding it myself. Like, I managed to code a website myself and put it online and everything. And I don't know. I'm proud of myself for doing it because... I'm not good at pushing myself out, I am good at pushing myself out of my comfort zone in things that I know I'm good at, if that makes sense, like I'm good at pushing myself in things I'm good at, but I'm not very good at pushing myself at things I've never done before, and this was the first thing that I've done like that, and I really, I'm proud of myself for doing it, it was a big It was a big step but I managed it and I completed it and there's like a video of me at the start that I recorded and I was like I don't think I can fucking do this. Regret, instant regret. I should have stayed with the beauty team like this is a really really hard work and now I'm at the end of it and I've learned so much and I've met so many new people. It's given me so many different experiences and I think it's given me a kind of uh, that... Before I go to uni, I wanted to have a bit, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to make my brain in gear again. And that's what this did. And it also having to meet new people, socialise, it sounds so silly, but you get out of the habit of it. You get out of the habit of meeting new people and having to like make new friends and that type of thing. And I think with me living in Scarborough, I definitely got out of the habit of that. And so this was a really, really good way for me to get back in the habit of that. And it's not only making friends, but interacting with different character types, interacting with different people that you might not necessarily get along with. And in a working environment, you have to get along. You have to find a way to compromise. And it's been, I've learned so many great skills in terms of how to compromise, how to discussion, how to negotiate, how to just act in a professional working environment, because I haven't really worked in one before properly. I've worked in the labs, but they're quite a unique working environment and I've worked in kind of like retail and waitressing and that type of thing, but this was a much more professional office-based environment and I'm just really proud of myself for doing it. Okay? It was a good thing to do. So I guess a little point to note is whatever you're doing so I was working in Sainsbury's as a beauty assistant I was selling like makeup and skincare to people and I just saw a poster and I applied for their tech and internship program and I got it and it's been one of the best things that I've ever done so if you work in a company that's like a big one like Sainsbury's or Morrison or like do you know one of the like big supermarket companies or Next or anything like that and you're bored and you're wanting something new or you just want to challenge yourself please look at that internship programs because I had no idea this would even be a thing. I thought it would just all be retail and it's not at all because obviously they have to function as a fully fledged business. So there are so many incredible internship opportunities. So I would really, really encourage you all to have a look, Um, especially if you're not too sure what to do. They're a really brilliant, supportive way to get into a new career path. And often they're paid like mine was quite well paid. It, It was a really, honestly, just a brilliant experience. I sound like a saleswoman at this point. It it just was so good and I wish all of you could do something like that because I think it's so much of our learning experiences now are focused in just learning rather than learning on the job and coming from a person, so I've done educational learning, and then learning on the job is kind of like an internship program. I learned so much more doing an internship. I learned so much more doing an actual project. And you find that when you do your dissertation, you learn so much in those few months when you're actually working on a project. And I think that's really important because you're learning as you go, you're learning how to do something, you're messing up, you're making mistakes, you're interacting, you have to learn fast. And I think that's another thing that the internship has taught me is that like how to fail fast, the importance of making mistakes and learning from them so that's been a really really good experience before I go to my master's and this what makes me excited about the master's that I'm going on to is that I was just listening to a webinar about it then and one of the projects like when you want to do your dissertation final project you can go overseas to do it so I could go to Southeast Asia for it how incredible of an opportunity would that be I don't know what the projects are I just they mentioned that area that you could visit and I was like oh my god This is going to be such a fucking exciting year. I cannot, I can't wait. But I kind of went off on a a bit of a detox, detox, bit of a rant there. But yeah, as I said, I finished my internship and we had to do a presentation at the end of it to present our work to everyone. And I don't know what happens to me when I present, but it's not me. Some, like an alter ego comes on. This is how I deal with, I'm right. Not trying to blow my own horn. I never know if it's blow my own horn or blow my own trumpet. I'm quite good at public speaking. I'm quite good at it. I I, don't, I think I've had a lot of experience of doing it. I had to do the speech at my, went in sixth form, I had to do a speech in front of every single person who went to school. So that was like, 100 200 people 300 people I don't know that was a lot of people I also spoke at my auntie's wedding in front of everyone which was intimidating I then had to do like a lot of presentations and stuff at uni so that gave me experience and I was always on like a board like I don't know representative boards and stuff so that gave me experience speaking in front of people and then the podcast I think is also no shit sherlock given me a lot of like experience chatting and made me more confident and able to communicate what i say but i think one of the biggest tips i would give you for public speaking because the presentation went really well me and my team presented our project and i was so proud of how far we'd come with it all because we were, we were none of us had ever really had any experience in coding before and it was really it was just really nice to be able to create something start to finish from absolute scratch but a lot of people are, like, not laughing at me at the presentation, but everyone just thinks it's kind of jokes about, like, because I put on, it's like this alter ego of me comes out. This alter presentation ego. And I think it's because when I'm presenting, like, I don't feel any stress. right? I, I, I like, quite enjoy it. I quite enjoy presenting, I quite enjoy public speaking now, in a quite an actual, I really quite enjoy it, it's weird. Beforehand, I'm a bag of nerves, and then as soon as I start talking, I don't know what comes over me, but it's like a presentation, just a, a speaking person comes out, and I don't feel nervous in the slightest. So I think the key to it all... It's been like embodying this alter ego person who's not nervous anymore. I kind of forget I'm doing it and feel like I'm acting. I always, you know, that was the first job I wanted to have was be an actress. I really wanted to be an actress. When I did my primary school school play in year six, I was like, you know what? because I had I had one of the starring roles I was Polly the parrot people this was it, it it was a role like no other we were doing Noah's Ark if you couldn't guess and Polly and something the parrot had to say we were the captains of the ship and I was Polly um it it was very high class acting it you know you'd have to be there to experience it but <laughs> um I knew there and then I quite enjoyed it. I didn't mind the, like, speaking in front of people. I really found it quite fun because I just pretended I was someone else. I don't know if it's, like, being a person who's a bit shy. I find, which is quite, like, weird, isn't it? That I find it quite nerve-wracking meeting new people and that type of, like, social setting and stuff like that. But public speaking in front of, like, 100 people, 500 people, I don't mind it's so backwards, it's so backwards, it's weird how our brains work, isn't it, it's really, really strange, but as I said, coming back to the main point, presentation, everything, then we went on a works night out, and it was so much fun, I had a great time, it was a really good night out, but I did something on this work night out, which I've never done before, and it is something that I'm proud of. It's not like, oh my God, Bella, I can't believe you did that in front of everyone you work with. No, no, no. So it got to like, we went out about half five and it got to 11 and I was exhausted. I was so fucking tired because you know when you finish a project and all of a sudden you take like a deep breath, it's like, oh, I've done it. I've managed to complete the internship program. Like I have did it and they've offered me a job and it, it's it's okay. Like I've done it. And I just took a deep breath and I was like, All of a sudden, all of the tiredness that I have been ignoring for the past God knows how many months, all of a sudden came to light and I was so tired. And also, like, socialising, interacting and everything, I was exhausted about that. And normally I have this thing with FOMO that I'm really bad at leaving places when I want to leave them. I'm really, really shocking at it. But this time, I just left. The clock hit 11 all of a sudden I was like, I'm ready to leave now, I'm I'm tired, I'm going, and as soon as I had that thought, sometimes I dilly-dally around the subject, I'm like, oh, wait for another drink, go buy another one, it's fine, it's fine, do you know what really convinced me when I saw someone buy a drink for £10, and it was literally like a single rum and coke, and I was like, no thank you, can't afford that right now, I'm going to Bali, and so I just left, and I left as soon as I thought it, and drunk me was very confident, and I just, I just left, and I didn't feel FOMO, I didn't feel anything, and it meant I woke up in the morning, and I was, like, a bit hungover, yeah, but I wasn't absolutely dying in the slightest, although there, there was one embarrassing thing that I did, there was a bit embarrassing, so I went to, I didn't go for dinner, um, so I went to Tesco's to buy, like, a few little snacky bits, you know, just the little things to snack on, what well, drunk me brought a very odd selection of food. It was like a magnum, a bag of crisps, a smoothie, a sandwich, um, a porridge for the morning. I bought some dates. Why the fuck did I buy some dates? And then obviously, the company that I'm working with, they can pay for your dinner. So I was like, oh my God, I have to submit this is what I bought. And honestly, I just, I really hope they didn't read into the ingre like the actual what was on the, I really praise, God, but I please. I really hope that no one read that receipt because if, oh, I just don't even want to think about it. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. But anyway, then I woke up. Then I had the fucking house viewing that went down like an absolute treat. And then I was meant to go and develop my camera, but I didn't. I forgot which was annoying, that was re- that pissed me off, to be honest, but I did go to the British Museum, see, this is it, because I was a bit hungover and tired, I wasn't really functioning properly, I was just doing things, and I was like, you know what, I fancy going to a museum, I'll go to the British Museum, that's free, I can walk around that, had a lovely little walk around there for an hour and then it turned out my auntie and my nana and my two cousins were in London so I met them for like a flying drink not actual flying drink like a drink but it was very fast and then we moved on to then I got on the train then I came home and then one of the most devastating things happened so my train was late I don't know when it got late because we did not stop moving but it must have done that thing I think it had to slow down because of the rain I think that's what was wrong which meant we got into London 10 minutes, no, York 10 minutes later, which then meant I pulled in and I had one minute to catch my connection and I ran, I ran and I was so tired at this point. I'd literally had four hours sleep. I was so tired and I ran for it. And as soon as I got to the platform, I literally just saw it just move away. It just went, it had gone. And I was like, "Mm, no, how, why? There was no need. So then I just sat and prepped for an hour and 20 minutes, which actually wasn't that bad. Oh, I just kicked my table. Sorry, everyone. Which actually wasn't that bad because it meant I got to do this, like that workbook that I've been wanting to do for ages. And it could have been a lot worse. But yeah. And then I had to go out for dinner. had to. It wasn't um, a forced thing. Obviously, I wanted to go out for dinner, but I was so tired that I wasn't sure how up for dinner I was. But then I remembered we were going to Italian and I really fancied Italian for dinner. So... It was worth it. And then we went out for dinner and it was lovely. And now today is Thursday and I'm trying to get on top of all of my podcast things before I go away to Bali. I'm sorry if when I'm away for the next month, you've got mail kind of isn't as what it, big as it is now. I have recorded nearly 15 videos, extra videos on top of my regular videos, which meant I've had to record like, a, like 50 videos in the past 20 days, a ridiculous amount of videos. Um... That's a lot of content to think up, let me tell you. That is a lot of things to think about. But I did it and I'm going to try and record the extra podcast episodes on Saturday. That's my grand plan anyway. I've got to record four episodes on Saturday. I might try two on Saturday, two on Sunday. But yeah, I've got to record them. I'm going to try my hardest to get this content to you all. But be gentle with me. It's been, I've been doing this now for a year and a half, a year and a half. And I've never taken a break as well. Lol. Lies. Remember when the podcast was failing, Yeah, I did take an extended break then. I think I was just not in a ha- good, happy space. But anyway, that's not the point of what I'm trying to tell you. I'm just going to say I'm going to try my absolute fucking hardest. And I think I can do it. But yeah, be gentle with me. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be very, very busy this next month. And I can't wait to share it all with you. But it might just be a more of a life updates for the next month, um, rather than this type. I am going to try and do the relationships part. But we shall see. But the main excitement of this week oh my god there's too many excitements tomorrow is my birthday ah, I love my birthday and I love my birthday when I have a fucking house and I don't have to stress about all of that I'm so happy guys I'm so fucking happy you like you can tell this is a this is your little serotonin boost of a podcast because the last ones have been very very sad this one is very, very happy. Um, but yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow and my plans for my birthday are I'm going to wake up and have a birthday breakfast. Now, I am a fan of a continental style breakfast. Don't know who people who don't like it. What's wrong with you? I love a continental style breakfast. There is nothing better, an absolute buffet selection. You can't go wrong. And so I'm going to do that. And then I am going to get ready at go to the post office and get a travel card because I haven't sorted that yet, lol. I lost my, also I lost my debit card a good two weeks ago and I forgot to order another one and I leave for Bali on Sunday. So that hasn't happened yet. So we're not panicking because you can use Monzo abroad, people. Did you know that? I did not. So I've done that, and then my best friend and my boyfriend are coming round with my family, because like all, they all know each other funnily enough, um, and we're having a pizza kind of afternoon, we're going to make pizzas, I want to make Nutella pizza, I had it in Paris one time, and it was great, and I want to do the same thing again, and so we're going to make those make mojitos because I think that is a lovely cocktail for the afternoon, make mojitos and then tomorrow night I have decided that I don't want to go on a night out with the soul lane of getting really really drunk, I just want to go out and have a good time and so the sole purpose of tomorrow is to go and have a good time and if I get really drunk then that's funny, if I don't Actually, it's not funny. I've got to record all the podcasts on Saturday. Yeah, I can't get really drunk, but we will see. I've managed to record a good few podcasts on a hangover. It's just me pausing it every 10 seconds, but I'm excited for it. I haven't asked... I, for this birthday, I've kind of done it differently. I thought there's no point asking for presents. I don't want anything right now because I'm going to Bali. That's where everything right now is channeling into. So I've asked people, like people, my family, very kindly given me money towards that. I also got a Hydro Flask. That is my newest recent purchase. I shouldn't have said that now. I should have said that on the new things this week. Oh, shit, I forgot. Ah, It's fine. I'll add that in as well, and you're going to hear about it twice because I haven't told you how great it is. But, yeah, should probably move on to the topic of this week's podcast as I'm going out in 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, I have a meeting, and I have given you the longest life update in the history of life updates. So the topic of this week's podcast is... So the topic of this week's podcast is an end of an era. It's the end of a chapter and, oh, it's it's a very, I don't know. I feel very excited and very happy and very lucky to be moving and to have a house and to have this incredible opportunity and the course and everything. I'm very excited about it. But I am a bit emotional about leaving, about leaving home again. I think, I know people talk about how hard it is moving home moving like away from home but a lot of people don't talk about it as well and I just want to let you know that it's fine if you also find it kind of overwhelming and a bit scary and it makes you feel a bit sad because I know loads of people who really cannot wait to leave home and that's great and I'm really happy for you I wish I was that way more but I am I I'm not very good at change I'm really not very good at change I don't know why it is I'm working on it right now in that trauma book thingy it's quite an interesting book really I would recommend reading it I've nearly finished it, then I can do a podcast on it. But I don't know, I'm not good at change. And the thought of change, like the thought of going scares me. And I think the thing that scares me the most about the change is not that it's like, I get really in my head about everything that I'm leaving behind. I start thinking about like, I'm never gonna live with my sister again, I'm never gonna live with mom and dad again, I'm never going to what about Lottie, what she forgets about that's my dog. What about all of this? And Rather than focusing on the positive and the really exciting thing that's coming, I focus on the negative and the kind of the stress of that situation. And I think that's something that I'm currently trying to work on. But I think it's also okay to feel a little bit scared about all these changes that are coming and to feel sad about leaving home. I think it is really exciting and you should be celebrating it and I am celebrating it. But I think when you've lived somewhere, I think the pandemic as well, this home was, this room, so, oh, I feel like I'm getting emotional already, oh, no, it can't happen, I've done my makeup for my night out, this cannot happen, so this room that I redecorated, like, the ones you probably see in my TikTok videos, it never used to look like this, and then at the beginning of the pandemic, I redecorated it all as something to do, and then my ex broke up with me, and it kind of, like, rebuilding, like, making the room into something that I really liked and felt really comfortable in, became a really like focus for me and when I look around it and I think of how many like how influential everything everything changed in this room and it makes me I think when I moved back from the pandemic so many I I was in such a bad headspace I was so unhappy I, I was really not in a good way I was in therapy at that point like life wasn't it wasn't, like, I know people have it a lot worse, but I was not in just a happy place. And I was in therapy at that point, and the my ex broke up with me, and I remember emailing my therapist being like, what the fuck? What am I meant to do now? Like, what am I meant to do? And she was just like, focus on everything that we've learned. You can do this. You can get through it. Good things are coming, I promise. And I think of how much that I rebuilt myself up in this room, how much growth I did, how many tears I cried, how many times I had to be like, no, we're going to fucking do this, it's going to be good, good things are coming, it's okay, focus on the good, something good is coming, this is going to turn into a positive experience, and I think about how much I've changed since that experience happened, since I was probably at the lowest I've ever been, being honest, I think it was such a sad time, like, I, I was not good, and I think about that, And I think about all of the work that I've put in and all the books that I've read and how much I've challenged myself to grow and the person that I've become now and the growth that I've experienced over the past two years is nothing short of fucking remarkable. It is honestly, this is why I'm so excited for the relationship series because I think, not to blow my own horn again, but I think some of the things I did when I was breaking up, when I went through the breakup really... I, I don't know why I did them, but it really fucking helped. It was, like, the most instinctual thing for me to do at that time. I think because of the way my brain thinks, it was the, like, the logical way I could solve it. But it meant that I really solved it. And I don't want to go too much into, like, the breakup and how I got over it because that is the first podcast episode um, of the relationship series that will be released every Sunday for the next month. Um, But I think about how much I went through that and how much I pushed myself to grow. And then, you know, when you get quite nostalgic and you think... It really is the end of a chapter now because I moved home. I went through that. I then moved back to uni and then I moved back home again because of the pandemic. And then I didn't really ever go back to Leeds. I went to and from a bit, but I mainly stayed in Scarborough because I still was, I think I was still struggling with a lot of things. My mental health wasn't great. I was overwhelmed very easily. I felt anxious quite a lot of the time and I just needed to be at home. And I think it's quite me leaving now, this final last year when I've been at home, has been uh, hard for different ways. It's I've never experienced something like this where it's been a different kind of tricky. And I think about it's been hard for different ways, but I think now I'm finally ready to leave. I think every other time when I've left home, I have been forcing myself to leave home because that's what I believed I should be doing, that's what everyone around me was doing, that's what I thought was the right thing to do because everyone around me was doing that. And now I think about how much I've grown and it's just very exciting it, it 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 feels quite like full circle it feels quite full circle and i think because of the pandemic it meant that i properly got to know who i was so now this new i almost feel like I've put in the work and now I finally reached the end of the journey and now it's like time for a new chapter. And that's, it feels very much like it's a full end of chapter moment for me. And I think often we think these end of chapter moments are synonymous with like big life changes and they can be, and I think they are. But I think also emotionally and personality-wise and who I am as a person, it's a very end-of-chapter moment for me right now because I've grown so much. and I'm, I'm not going to stop growing. Like, I st- I'm not perfect. There's still a lot of things that I get anxious. I lash out at people as I'm not perfect. But I think it's quite a beautiful moment to be experience this right now because I think when I have the next one of these moments. You know when you're about to, like, you've think you reached the top of your level and you're about to enter a new type of level and I think about this with, like, you've got mail and how that's grown into something now and how I'm finally moving to London, which has been, honestly, it has been a dream of mine for so many fucking years and I'm finally doing it and I'm on a course that I think is really interesting I think, you know what? We're about to enter a new fucking stage and it's very, very exciting. But as I said, I have lived at home for the past year and it has, I think it's been brilliant because it's meant I've got to spend more time with my family, uh, an experience I probably would never have been able to have otherwise. It's something that I didn't realise how much I needed. I think being an August baby, I've always done things about a, f- a few months to a year earlier than most people. And I can now see the effect that that's had on me Is because I've always felt like I'm chasing things. i am always felt like, I had to work extra hard to get to where I needed to be because I was behind everyone else. And often I wanted to be at the top. Like, I wanted to work really hard. I wanted to be really good at things. I didn't just want to, like... I'm not good at floating. I have to put my whole heart and soul into everything. Which meant I had to work doubly as hard to find these things. I was never someone who was easily able to do things. I've had to work really fucking hard to do things. And that's where I've got success from. It's never been a gift. It's always been work hard. It's always been work hard. It's always been hard work. And... I think that's men that I haven't been able to spend. I've always like prioritized schooling and exams rather than spending time with my family. I've never been good with boundaries and making sure that I spend enough time on my own and having some time to myself or with my family or just quality time. and that's what the past year has done as I said I was never meant to stay at home for the next year I didn't know what I was gonna do I didn't know it'd be a year either I didn't realize my year out would literally be me staying at home for a year but it was it was everything that I needed everything that I needed to really solidly regroup with who I was as a person and how to spend time on my own I think if I'd gone to London this time last year, I was so overwhelmed with everything that had gone on. I had just got through uni and I was like, I've done it. I need a break now. I finally finished it. And I think in a weird way, it was one of the most beneficial parts about the past year is the loneliness that I've experienced. Because it hasn't been easy. It has not been easy. I found it really, really lonely. And you can listen to some of the first podcasts. And I know I just did one about being alone and not lonely. And my ability to recognise that I'm alone, but not lonely, solely happened the past year when I was forced into a situation where I didn't have that many people around me. I didn't have that many friends. I didn't have anyone doing what I was doing. My boyfriend lived in Manchester. My friends lived in like Sheffield and Leeds and Manchester and I didn't have anyone here and I was on my own and I just had my family. And it taught me a lot about how I want to spend my time and how to fill my time. And I think that was a massive lesson learned. I think another lesson that I learned is How even though when you are alone and you might not have loads of people around you, you can't just work all the time and push yourself too far. There was a period last December, I think when I stopped doing the podcast because I started feeling so overwhelmed and anxious. That's when I stopped doing it because I just couldn't... I was working eight till four and then I would do a shift like on the beauty counter, and then I'd come home for two hours, and then I'd do a shift at a bar, like a pub, from seven till one in the morning, and then I'd go to sleep, and then I'd wake up, and I'd be at work at eight in the morning, and I'd do that eight till four, and then I'd have a day off, and then I would do the same eight till four, and then I'd have a shift in the evening, seven till one, and then I'd do another shift in the next day, eight till four, which meant over the course of two days, I was having like six hours off. It was ridiculous, it was way, not six hours, I'm no maybe seven hours off, eight hours, ten hours at most, and it was too much, and that's including sleeping, like, do you know what I mean, those ten hours were also including sleep, so I had like three hours to myself just to exist, and the key turning point of that entire experience was, it was like a winter morning and I was walking to work, and I was just crying, I was just crying on my way to work and being like, this is fucking miserable this is so bad. This is so, and I knew I was working towards my masters, but I was like, you know what? Nothing is worth this. I don't need money that badly. I'll find another way. I'll solve out a new plan because this amount of working, I was so sad. I was so upset with everything that was going on. And I think that taught me a vital lesson of like, when you are having more free time, when you are filling your time, you need to make sure that you don't overextend yourself. Because even though being lonely is boring and sad and you might not enjoy it, if you just fill all your hours with work, you're going to burn yourself out. And that's what I did. And it put me into a really bad mental place with it all because all of a sudden I didn't have this kind of, I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't do the podcast anymore because I, I didn't feel like, I, I was so burnt out. that I had nothing to say. I had nothing that I wanted to do. I was And I was spending a ridiculous amount of time trying to do Instagram, which I've now realised is such a... It's such a hard um, social media platform to grow on. It's such a hard social media platform to grow on. You can't really get organic views or anything like that. It's it's, it's really, really tricky. I love it because I love taking photos and like kind of seeing different people's perspectives on it. But I have a newfound admiration for people who grew a large following on Instagram through Instagram because it is so difficult, so difficult. But I think... On top of this year teaching me how to fill my time and what I should be doing, a massive benefit has meant that I've fallen back in love with where I live. Because of where I went to school, because I went to school in, like, 20... We talked about this, 20 miles away? I don't know where it was. It was a 40-minute bus journey each morning. I didn't really spend much time at home in the day. Obviously, I was at school. And then at the weekends, I would work for a day. And then I, had my, I would go and see my ex on, like, the Saturday night or the Friday night, which meant I was in Whitby which meant I didn't really spend much time at home, which meant I didn't really... I never... Although I felt like my house was my home, I didn't feel like my hometown was my home. I didn't spend much time exploring it or doing things in it. I always felt like a bit of an outsider in it. But the past year, that's really changed. I think working at the pub massively helped because it made me, like, interact with, like, people my own age who lived here, who I hadn't really interacted with before because we went to different schools. But not only that going on nights out here, going for walks, going and seeing, like, the sea, I think the sea has become a massive part of, of relaxation for me, like, a calming presence, knowing that I'm part of something bigger, I think that's been really, really influential. I think falling back in love with where you live, it's a false, so when you're young, you think it's such a shit place to live, there's nothing to do or anything like that, and then coming from London back to here, I was like... Oh, it's so peaceful. There's so much green space. There's so many trees. Oh, I've missed it. And honestly, it really felt like there was a proper difference. I think that's something that I am really grateful for. Something that I didn't realise. It's like an unknown benefit. I didn't realise how great that would be. And I also think it comes from learning to accept and embrace where I am rather than resent and resist it. I think quite often when you're placed in a situation that you don't really want to be in, like me moving home, for example, when you're placed in that situation that you're unhappy with, you can resent it and just not really want it, resist it and be like, oh, it's shit where I am. I don't want to be here. And you really focus on the negatives. But the past year has lent, like, made me lean more to acceptance and embracing like, okay, right now I'm here. Let's find something good to do about it. Let, let's kind of try and find some things that are going on that make me happy. What What How can I embrace this experience? And I think it's given me a better understanding that not all of your experiences have to be great. You don't have to love every single part of them. They're not always going to be this life-changing thing. But often they are still important. And I think if you can learn to embrace where you are and, and learn to embrace where you're going and learn to embrace... The present. The present when it isn't the most exciting thing in the world. Embracing the present when it isn't the thing that you actually want to do, when it's a thing that you're doing as a byproduct to get to where you want to go, it's, it's a fucking life skill. Because if you spend your entire life chasing somewhere, you're going to be miserable. Because you, by, by chasing somewhere, you're constantly focusing on the positives of that experience and the negatives of this experience and comparing the two. And I think that's really, really sad because you skip over everything that's going on where you are. You skip over everything that's happening for you right now. And I think it's taught me that not everything always has to be the most perfect experience, but there are positives in every single experience. And if you can try and focus on those, it makes the entire, makes living better Because it's not always going to be this sunshine and rainbows life that you have, but it's not always all negative. And I went through a slump where I was like, oh, it's all so bad. I can't believe I'm here. This is terrible. And it took me so long to kind of snap out of it and realise it wasn't all that bad and how lucky I was to be here. And I think moving forward, it's going to make me embrace change better. This entire experience of having to go through this change has made me question quite a lot about myself. Because always I have resented change. And I don't know why. I've I've just really resented it. It makes me really anxious and panicky. But I think this time when I've gone through the change, I've had to install some like different thought process and different thought patterns that have made me think in an entirely different way which hopefully going forward will make me embrace change more because it isn't something to be afraid of, it's something to almost be celebrated because who knows what the future will bring and I used to focus on the negatives of each experience but now I'm not doing that anymore because even if something isn't great, there's always a positive in it. And I don't know, it, although it makes me emotional thinking about the fact that I am leaving soon, this is the end of a chapter, this chapter's been fucking incredible. This chapter, I have grown so much in the past two years. If I think about little me who was sobbing on a bed, hugging Lulu, which is my little teddy, just sobbing because I was so heartbroken about everything that had happened and I just couldn't believe why this was happening and it just felt like the end of the world. Looking back from that experience to me now, who's like moving to London and I have a podcast that I really, really love. I love You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail is one of the best things I've ever accomplished I've got, you've got mail, I've got a brilliant group of friends and people around me who I really, really love them and enjoy their company. I've managed to establish things like boundaries in myself that I never thought I'd be able to do. I've grown a bit of a backbone. I don't let people walk all over me anymore. And knowing that this place let me do that because I think I needed to come home, I needed to feel settled, I needed to feel safe and good in order to heal and grow up into the person that I was, That I think... Scarborough will always have a little special place for me this bedroom will always have a little special place for me because without it I don't know where I'd be without everything that happened and the order that it happened without having to go into a pandemic where I had to be fully on my own and isolated and and cope with everything who knows where I'd have been but yeah it's been a journey it's been a journey and I'm excited for the next chapter but on to the new things I've done this week Oh, guys, it's Saturday night and I go to Bali tomorrow and oh, it's just, oh, it's a lot. It's really incredibly exciting. It's so, so exciting. I also feel quite like, bits like not sad, like I can't describe it on edge, like on edge in a good way. Like I'm about to be on like something absolutely incredible, but I feel like it's been a lot of waiting up to this point there's been a lot of just staying at home working remotely working like stacking shelves there's been so many things leading up to this point that it's quite surreal to be at this point right now it's quite hard to get my head around I think that's the thing it's hard to get my head around knowing what I'm doing and I think because obviously I went out last night for my birthday weird night out but obviously went out for my birthday and I just woke up obviously a little bit anxious because when you drink you get anxious and it just made me overthink absolutely everything, oh, it's like, I'm so excited, but I just want to go it now, like, I don't want to wait anymore, the waiting game's horrific, but I have packed my bag, which is successful, we are under the weight limit, thank god, so, it's gonna go good, you, oh, I'm so excited, I can't wait to take you all along with me, please mute me on Instagram if I get really fucking annoying, I won't stop posting. I refuse. I'm going to a turtle sanctuary and I think I will cry. I know I will cry. Oh, I can't actually believe this is happening. This is so, this is so exciting. This is so fucking cool. Oh, I feel like I'm going to cry. Oh, sorry. Anyway, I've got two other podcasts to record after this one. So we should probably not dwell on my emotions too much. Really is an end of an era. Really. It's been a good era. It's been a weird era thinking back from when I was 16 to now. I feel like, I know I left for uni, but then with COVID and everything, I kind of came back again. I feel like this is like the one though, like setting out into the world type vibe, which is exciting. Kind of scary, but exciting. Very exciting. That's what I'm trying to focus on. I'm not good with change. I don't like leaving. It makes me feel a bit sad, but like, I know it'll be really, really good. And I'm really and I know that the reality is that I can't stay here forever. So this has to happen. I don't want to stay here forever either. So yeah. Thanks for being here. It's exciting. End of an era. Proper end of a chapter moment. Weird. Weird to think about. But anyway. On to the new things that I have done this week. Well, first off, new things. I have properly packed on time, no stress, using packing cubes. Fucking hell where have they been all my life, I used them for my last traveling trip, I think I even bought the exact same ones, but I absolutely wrecked them, and so I got them again for this travel, like, for this trip, oh my god, so useful, so useful, 10 out of 10 would recommend, other thing that I did that I think is actually very smart, when I get ready to go traveling, like, I pack my makeup bag, and my, like, like, skincare etc and i use that makeup in the morning to make sure i have everything so i make sure i can do my makeup with it and guys 10 out of 10 would very much recommend for especially for those of you who are like me and overthink that they haven't got anything. I've got so many clothes and I think I've overdone it on the clothes front. We move. Other new things I've done this week fucking hell right. You can get this thing from Savers which is like the glue to be. It's like a little spoolie for your eyebrows and you can do eyebrow gel which with the glue to be hair gel and I used to buy just the big tube and use a spoolie, because that is cheaper, but now it's in such a little compact form, and it's only three pounds in sabers, so run and get yourself one, because it's incredible, and I would 10, and 10, 10 out of 10 recommend, what a week, hey, I feel like new things I've done this week has been so many, so, I feel like this week, you know when you have those weeks and you're just off kilter, I haven't been in routine, I haven't really been working out, I haven't been doing anything, I've been just just trying to get through this week really because there's so many things to think about so many things going on but it's so exciting and I'm so grateful but yeah go get the glue to be thing it's great the book I'm reading at the moment about trauma I'm not going to finish before I leave home which is so annoying because I was really enjoying reading it but I think that's just going to have to be one of those things that I finish when I get back I've downloaded a load of books to my kindle so that will keep me entertained whilst I'm away I just need wi-fi and then if you have prime it's absolutely brilliant you can use the prime library and it's really good. There's not always good books, but I like how you can have magazines on it as well. The magazines are really great. I also... We got a pizza oven, and so we made pizzas on my birthday, and honestly, it was great. I loved it. I got to have all of the toppings that I ever wanted. I am definitely a fan of a lot of toppings on pizza. I think it makes it it makes it into a, a very great experience. But, guys, oh, I need to go to sleep now. I need to go to bed and wake up, and it's my sister's birthday tomorrow, and we're going to have a lovely breakfast, and then... Bon voyage. End of chapter. Move on up. Oh, it's scary. It's very exciting. Very, 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 very exciting. Make sure you are following me on You've Got Melon Score Pod to follow along with everything that goes on, really. Oh, I can't wait to I can't wait to take you all along. It's gonna it's gonna be a journey. I don't know what the podcast is gonna look like for the next month. I have high expectations. I think it should be able to carry on like the Bali diaries, like they should be fine, but might be a little bit different at the moment, but we will see, but yeah, I hope you're all okay, and I hope you're all having a lovely week, and thank you for being here, I'm really, 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 really glad you are, make sure you're following me on Instagram, and on TikTok, as I said, at you've got Mel underscore pod, and if you are able to give me a little rating or review, a little subscribe, makes my day, thanks for being here, and enjoy the rest of your week, I'll speak to you soon, from Bali, fucking exciting that, oh, bye!